everybody um it's fantastic for you to join us today really looking forward to delivering this uh the latest in in the series of digital masterclass sessions the session today is going to focus on affiliate marketing the title um, of the marketing space that you need to dominate i think from my perspective we'll start with a, a couple of introductions and then we'll, we'll get straight into it for those of you that haven't sort of seen me on these sessions before or interacted with me previously uh, my name is David Norris. I'm the Performance Marketing Director here at MediaWorks, which means I'm responsible for all our paid search and shopping activity, ultimately, um, social and video activity, um, programmatic and display, but also affiliate. And I think also that allows me to give a nice introduction into, into you, Claire, and, and if you want to say a few words, but from our perspective, we've obviously got Claire Lloyd joining us today as well. Yeah, hi, thanks for that, David. Um, so uh, my name's Claire Lloyd. I have worked in the affiliate marketing space for um, around about 12 years now. Um, done Worked with lots of different um, clients and agency side. I've also worked net, network side. So that kind of um, incorporates accounts over the retail, travel, finance, you name it. Uh, space and I have recently joined uh, MediaWorks to um, head up their affiliate department. So um, I think we're on about week four or five now. Um, and really excited to, to kind of uh, work with MediaWorks clients and, and uh, friends on, on what we can do from an affiliate marketing perspective. Brilliant, yeah, and I think it's worthwhile saying that we've we've been delivering affiliate marketing and MediaWorks for over two over two years now for a number of a number of clients. But yeah, we're delighted to have obviously Claire join us with a, a sort of expertise and, and experience in this space uh, to, to come and work alongside myself as the head of affiliate. So really excited to get into the topic today. I think mean, from us, we we're treating this as a as an opportunity really to to sort of inform people about. What, what affiliate marketing is, what are the potential opportunities, what are the things that you should be looking for out there. Um, we will be running sort of more technical sessions as we move forward, but we really wanted to use this as just a, an open forum, really, where we can talk you through sort of what we're seeing in the affiliate space, what is affiliate marketing, etc. I think, you know, over 10 billion for reference, 10 billion pounds, that is, um, is spent in advertising spend is utilized on affiliate marketing worldwide every year. Uh, it has become an essential component of the market mix for many global brands, and we're seeing massive growth rate in affiliate marketing year on year. Um, last year, LinkedIn also rated affiliate marketing as in the top 10 hard skills that companies need to master. And I think for me, that's really reflective of the activity that's taking place and the opportunities that are in that space. I think. One of the things that we're going to give you today, though, is a really honest appraisal of where the affiliate marketplace is at, when it's right for an organization to consider affiliate marketing, when potentially it's not. So as I say, without further ado, we're just going to have a bit of a, a deep dive. As I said right from the outset, um, if there is any questions that anybody wants to raise, then please do use the Q&A function or the chat function as we go through this session, and we'll try and answer the question. 
potentially not immediately, but at the most relevant time based on, on the, the, the plan we've put together for the day. So, Claire, coming to you then, for those people out there then, what, what is affiliate marketing in a nutshell? Um, I, I, I guess I just, before I answer that, I just wanted to say um, on the back of uh, your introduction there, there are no daft questions. No, I always get this in affiliates and, and everybody um, says to me, I'm really sorry, this must be a daft question. But, you know, that, that doesn't exist. Um, it, it, in digital marketing, it's often an area where people haven't necessarily um, developed their skills or they don't have internal resource on it. So um, please feel free to literally ask anything. Perfect. Um, uh, so I, I, I always think the simplest way of, of thinking about affiliate uh, marketing is as uh, digital partnerships, um, very much with a, a focus on performance. Um, so I, as I said, I started working in affiliates in the late kind of 2000s. It very much started off as, um, a, a kind of, uh, people in their bedrooms making up websites and, and promoting, uh, advertisers and, and has really developed over the past, uh, 20 years into a mainstream digital marketing channel now. Um, we've seen consistent growth in the uh, affiliate space and, uh, yeah, it, it works across multiple sectors as well. Yeah. And I think there's, for me, the, there's, there's protagonists in there, isn't there as well? You know, because you'll hear that we'll use some language today and, again, it's probably worthwhile saying. So when we're, we're talking about the advertiser or the merchant, we're normally referring to the brand that's looking to use affiliate mark, marketing. We'll also talk about the network. Um, the reality behind that is, is because most affiliate marketing activity takes place on an affiliate marketing network. It's basically a platform whereby um, those partnerships and those engagements take place um, between the brand and the publisher. And that leads us nicely onto then the publisher. Um, and they're often the people who are, are creating content and websites, etc. that you obviously can can get your content out in front of for a fee or a commission or whatever else is involved in that. So from our perspective, the sort of those main three sort of protagonists as part of this affiliate marketing story, if you like. Um, so I just wanted to, to sort of lay, lay that out as well. Um, you know, again, worthwhile probably saying that people often ask us sort of, can you give us examples of publishers? Probably some of the biggest publishers out there are the people like um, Quidco, Top Cashback. Um, compare them, you know, people like compare the market in the comparison space, etc. So, you know, but what we don't want to do is don't want to think anybody thinking that affiliate marketing has to be something therefore that takes place on one of those sites. It doesn't. It's a really diverse industry, and we'll be talking through that today. So, Claire, coming to you then is is. A real good question, I think, out of the gate. Why should marketers consider investing in affiliate marketing? So uh, the the key kind of USP for affiliate marketing is um, that it's relatively low risk. Um, so, uh, and that's how the market ha has grown. So um, we work generally on, there's always an exception to the rule, but we work generally on a, a cost per acquisition basis with, publishers and advertisers so when I say cost per acquisition that can be 
whatever works for an advertiser. So that could be a sale. Um, in the e-commerce world, we also work with advertisers to generate leads. Um, and we can, so customer information or um, aggregators such as David mentioned there with Compare the Market to um, get a quote. All of those kind of count as an acquisition and, and we pay based on um, what an advertiser wants to achieve in that space. Um, we, I mean, average returns in the market are kind of 10 to 1, which is really fantastic. Um, and, and we tend to see that it works really well um, in comparison with other, other channels as well, other paid uh, performance channels from that cost per acquisition basis. Um, it's worth noting that in terms of um, how you make those payments, it can also be broken down further. So um, some of our clients we work with uh, to pay different commissions for new customers versus existing customers or um, customers that uh, are buying a product of a higher value, you might want to pay a commission that, that's different on that. So the, there's lots of different things that we can do. Um, often these uh, affiliates or publishers, as we, we call them, are really, really large and, and very often larger than the retailer themselves. So um, what it means is that by accessing these publishers, you're accessing their network or, or their audience which is a great way to kind of build brand presence straight away. And also, um, we often find that customers are loyal to the cashback site or the voucher code site, um, as opposed to the offer within itself. And therefore, it's kind of building trust um, by appearing on those sites as well. Yeah, I think it's a great way, isn't it? Because we, we, you know, a great way of building sort of credibility and reputation in a space. Because as you say, there, Claire, you know, if you're anything like me, when I go and, for example, search for ins car insurance, what I'm doing is I'm going to a comparison site, and I won't name the car comparison sites. We all know who they are, but I'm most likely to go and, and frankly, Google one of their, their comparison sites and land in the comparison site and then get my quote. The reality is because a lot of those big publishers and affiliates um, often have really massive marketing budgets to drive lots and lots of people towards those sites in a more advanced way than, as you say, some of the, the um, retailers or merchants themselves. So I think it's a, it's a really interesting space. But as I say, I think one of the things that we've talked about is it, it being that full funnel piece, because I think that one of the, the challenges that we often see is affiliates often sort of pigeonholed into that it's right at the bottom of the funnel and it's about this conversion activity, whereas actually not being present on some of these sites from an awareness perspective is the equivalent almost to not being present in Google when somebody searches for, you know, for example, a current account um, as a really good example. Um, if you're not in the space, then there's no way people are be going to ever be aware of, of your product because, you know, not many of us are probably searching for top current account will probably go into one of the platforms and then look at a review or a post or a, or a blog or an article that's talking about, um, the, you know, the, the, the top, the top accounts that are out there. Um, so, I, I sorry, sorry. Sorry, David. I think it's also just worth saying, um, you know, we, we, we've given a couple of mid to, to bottom funnel examples there, but that, I mean, some of the largest affiliates that we work with are, um, media providers, so uh, kind of 
uh, they they have different specialist magazines and, and things like that or blogs or um, affiliates such as Reward Style who um, essentially are, are an influencer network. So yeah. so that kind of falls under that sphere as well. Yeah, I think it is. I think it's a, as you say, it's a great way to consider that that full funnel piece and because it's so flexible. And you know, one of the things that you did highlight there was the different, for example, in commission structures or what you're paying for, and what you get. I think for me, one of the things I like about affiliate is it, it's very much a, it's almost a contract, isn't it? You know, you pay based on these things happening. You're not paying based on the potential of these things happening is generally how it operates. So, you know, that's the benefit of working in the affiliate. For me, one of the flexible pieces about working in the affiliate space for different types of organisations is it can be made to fit different budgets and different activities and different, you know, objectives ultimately. So how does affiliate marketing, you know, work? And, and, and then I guess, you know, from a customer perspective, Claire? So um, I think you gave a really nice overview earlier of um, what an affiliate network does. We often find as an, as an agency that people um, get a little bit confused as to why we need a network and we have an agency, etc. So uh, affiliate networks um, are kind of, if you think of them as affiliate hubs or platforms, they have the technology um, to track affiliate activity. They, affiliate programs are often made up of hundreds, some of the larger ones, thousands of different partners. So um, the way to, disseminate, uh, to disseminate information to those partners is through your affiliate network and they handle payments and, and things like that to um, these publishers. So um, what in terms of a practical sense, the publishers will sign up to the affiliate network. They um, implement the, uh, uh, the tracking and, and get access to all the assets, etc. And then from there, they can apply to advertiser programs. Um, so advertisers will be listed with affiliate networks um, and can choose to accept or reject applications, set application rules. Um, again, something that you know we hear quite a lot is, do we do I still have control over who promotes my product as an advertiser? And and the answer is absolutely yes. Um, so just because you are as an advertiser signed up with a network, it doesn't mean that absolutely everybody on that network has access to and, and a right to um, your assets and to promote to promote your brand. Um, and from there, we kind of. Uh, manage those publishers and, and that relationship through through the affiliate network technology Sorry, yeah David. and, and, yeah, and, I, and I think for me you know when we're talking about sort of what are the what are the benefits from like a customer perspective it's simply sort of you know most of us as I say quite loyal to the publications that we're, we're, we're engaged with or we, we subscribe to them on or, you know via our phones or mobile apps or you know, we have them bookmarked, et cetera, on our desktop. So I think for me, it's it's a case of sort of fishing where the fish are. You know, it's like the idea of, of sort of understanding where your audience are already likely to be hanging out in terms of the publications, et cetera, and, and the, the, the opportunity that they, they may engage with. And then obviously linking back to that and thinking, right, okay, if we developed a relationship with, 
ex-publisher where we know our audience is reading articles on, you know, Y and Z. That's a fantastic opportunity to align your brand with an established um, known entity from a consumer perspective. And I think that that can't be overlooked. We typically see really strong, for example, conversion rates, click-through rates in, in you know, affiliate marketing uh, in comparison to, you know, an array of, of other paid channels. So, and the reason behind that is because if you're selecting the right publishers, that, that people already, as you said earlier, have that affinity with the, the publishing brand that are accessible via the network. I, um, the sorry, second go. part of, of your question was um, how does that benefit the consumer? And, okay. and I think that that's, um, I just wanted to touch on that because I think it's a really important point. The, the aggregation of this data and through having different um, publishers that advocate different brands is always really beneficial to um, the customer. So, for example, another big affiliate would be Money Saving Expert, um, who look at all of the deals available and, and really help the consumers to navigate that world. Um, you know, again, aggregators themselves or flight comparison sites, etc. Um, you know, it, it's kind of simplifying what has become a, a really diverse digital ecosystem for customers into a place where they they know um, a website and it's trusted it, and that that website can advocate certain certain advertisers. So it it really is quite powerful in that sense in, in helping customers to to navigate the web generally. Yeah, and I think as you say, and I think. We talk about it all the time, diversity, flexibility. We know that, that consumers don't all follow the same conversion path. You know, mm -hmm. people behave in different ways online. Um, so from our perspective, what affiliate does is it just can give us that, that extra coverage um, in the marketplace whereby actually it might just be something that gives you access to a different audience or an audience in a slightly, di in a slightly different way where they're sitting in a different mindset or different frame of mind. So, you know, affiliate definitely does form part of that mix across an organization um, in terms of what they they do. Um, I think this is, uh, we've been asked a question by anonymous attendee, but also like links in perfectly with the point that I wanted us to move in with, which is how do businesses know if affiliate marketing is right for them is the question that I've got, but also how does affiliate work, uh, affiliate work in the B2B space um, so, really good question. It, in the B2B space, it does work in a, in a very similar way. So, everything that, that we've kind of talked about so far about how um, it works and how we track and the types of affiliate that are in that space, um, you know, that, that all applies to uh, B2B. However, it tends to be... Um, a smaller market so it, it you know it's more niche so um again to pick on the the comparison sites you know that they, they have um 80 of their their site will be dedicated to b2c um but they, they absolutely have that b2b presence um it, it's just that it's about how you word that and how you build a relationship with affiliates um your affiliate program is likely to be kind of on the smaller side if you're if you're a b2b business 
but then the relationship um, building aspects of it becomes really, really important. And again, think of it as like a really close digital partnership that, that you would have in, in the B2B space. Um, generally, we, I mean, I always say that affiliates can, can almost work for anybody depending on what their, their objectives are. So the, our affiliates are, are kind of, across the breadth of, of top internet topics that you that you could search for. Um, however, we, we find that it, it works best and the, the vast majority of um, kind of transactions come through e-commerce retail, e-commerce finance and uh, sorry finance and the, the travel sector. Those are the three biggest sectors. Um, and and B2C would definitely be larger than, than a B2B merchant. So um, in terms of knowing whether it's right for your business, it's as, as with any channel, it's really about um, how, what your objectives are, uh, both short and long term. Uh, is, it, is it reach? Is it, uh, you know, sales, uh, growth? is you know what are we looking at basically and then also having a look at the market generally so if you are one of these publishers and thousands of advertisers want to get your attention and they want you to promote their product or, or their service and um, it's really really important to just put yourselves in their shoes and and they make a commercial decision obviously based on on what's going to work for their audience and the, the highest return that they're going to see. So I always say that having, you know, a, a real clear USP um, and, and a competitive commission structure will help you to determine whether affiliate is right for you. So a good place to start is to have a look at those cashback sites or voucher code sites and see if, you know, if, if they're offering a £100 commission for um, a sale and that does not sit at all within the kind of cost margins that you're looking at, it's probably not going to be, you know, uh, something that you consider in the short term and it might be more, more something that you consider later down the line. Yeah, and I think for us, it, it's always that piece, isn't it, about understanding your business, understanding sort of the margins that you're operating with, but understanding also that, that you've got to be competitive. Like we know that affiliates are selective. You know, if they can get, you know, better kickback, if you like, from one one um, one merchant versus or brand versus another merchant brand, they're quite likely to obviously go for the one that's going to make most financial sense for their business. Um, so as an affiliate, you've got to consider sort of how far are you prepared to stretch in terms of that, that sort of, you know, um, commission structure um, and and also you know the point that you make there USP you know like do you do something that's different that's interesting I mean we have a, an affiliate client that we work with and, and one of the things that they were really pushing on during the, the lockdown was for example electric bikes um, electric bikes at the time were still relatively they weren't as mainstream as they are right now and they found a lot of, of sort of um, of the publishers were really keen for them to do reviews and get more insight because it was a topical point at the time. So the content really aligned with their audience's need at that given time. They could offer that specialist input. So I think as well, it's about thinking if your organization can do something a bit different and a bit unique, I think always is, it makes makes it more 
um, attractive, if you like, to a, a publisher that's out there? As an agency, our, our approach, um, and this is something that we've really been building out over the past few weeks, is very much to um, look at it from a commercial perspective and does that make sense? And, and also the multi-channel perspective um, and thinking about, okay, so we, you know, what are the touch points for customers? And does this make sense to invest in affiliates when we could potentially, you know, reach an audience and uh, generate sales from a channel that has different metrics that, that is more aligned with this business, et cetera. Um, so, so I think that's a, a, another key point, kind of look at the, the cost of your other channels and um, whether commercially you, you feel that you have um, the competitive strength and, uh, and the margins to, to compete in that area. Yeah, and I think that's a really important point is, is one of the things that you absolutely should be looking at. And I know we've sort of, you know, really drilled home on this point between myself and Claire as we've gone through this session, but you really need to consider where affiliate would sit across the other activity that you are doing and understanding that, that having that real clarity around objectives, as I say, I think for us as an agency, that's one of the areas that we really work on with a client is to understand what are we actually trying to achieve through the various array of channels that you've got? And therefore, where are you best investing? Um, because, you know, it's not you know, the, the, the old adage of, of strategies, the essence of strategy is choosing not what to do as much as it is choosing what to do is never truer than in digital where there is so many options available to, to, to you. However, we all know that we don't live in a perfect world and there's often, you know, budget constraints and trade-offs that we have to make as we go through that. So from my perspective, it's about sort of, you know, liaise with your agency if you're working with one already or if you're not, liaise with an agency or, or you know, consider doing it internally if you've got the skill set, for example, in-house and be thinking about, right, where does it fit as part of that mix? Where, where are we going to deliver the business objectives that we're looking for across that piece. Um, I've got a question that's came in, Claire, that I want to roll on to, which is, given the large number of well-connected, independent affiliates working on a sales commission basis, do you feel there is no longer a need to be paying a large management fee to work directly with a large network like Irwin, Rakuten, et cetera? So um, another really good question. It, uh, the the simple answer is it depends. Um, so the the networks have absolutely adapted their product as time has gone on. And um, one again, one of the things we do as an agency is is we try to commercially you know negotiate with networks and different platforms to ensure that it, it makes sense for our clients uh, the the commercial model they're on. So. Um, whether you have in-house resource or an agency is a key consideration. So the networks uh, do some account management with uh, affiliates um, and often that's associated with a really a, a kind of extensive fee. Um, uh, so if, if, you're, if you have in-house resource that is managing the relationships for you and the, the or, or agency resource, um, or, or the cross-channel kind of um, reporting and insights, then I, I would say that no, it's probably it's probably not worth paying, you know, a, a significant fee. Um, the, there is fees associated with um, kind of being an SME as well, 
and the, again the affiliate networks are adapting to that so rather than paying um, a percentage you would pay a flat fee for access to the network but the service is very uh, passive and hands-off so um, it kind of depends what what model you're operating in that there's also um, the emergence of technologies such as impact radius such as partner eyes that that advertise themselves as you know the technology side of things you can white label you can white label their their products or or just treat them as a, as a tracking platform and um traditionally they they were cheaper than the affiliate networks but as the market is more and more of the mainstream retailers have kind of cottoned on to the um uh, benefits of affiliate marketing it's become you know saturated and so it, that's pushed the networks to be more competitive in terms of their offering um and uh, again you know th there's lots of kind of commercial deals can be done um and you know different ways of looking at it yeah i also think that one of the interesting sort of movers in this space has been influence programs mm -hmm. um you know individuals because if you think about it, it used to be publisher like a magazine or a, or a trade publication or a, or a you know a, a group an interest group etc that would be some of the affiliate publishers that would be out there and I think one of the things that we have seen is obviously with the rise of social media is individuals you know generate large, large following in their own right and then become content publishers if you like um, so I think there's also the, the conversation around how that fits with affiliates as well. I know we talk to clients around about, you know, yes, for example, if you're running an awareness campaign, sometimes influencer, depending on your audience, might be absolutely perfect for you. Other times it might be that there's publications and publishers that actually sit better because, you know, often what we'll find is when people are on social, they're sometimes in a more passive mood than they are, for example, if they're actively searching and inquiring and, and reading content. So I think there's, there's a whole host of, of questions and considerations that you need to make within that but absolutely I still think there's very much a, a place for the networks within that and I think what you're seeing is the the networks adapting and being much more flexible in their approach to try and you know incentivize engage with um, make sure that their offering remains as strong as possible and going to the point that Claire made, I think one of the roles that we play, for example, as an agency, you would manage potentially your affiliate account. As I say, you know, people can do it in-house or directly with the network. But I think one of the things that we bring to it from an agency perspective is, is an experience of how a number of accounts work, an experience of the negotiation process between the platforms as well and the, and the commission structures that you can therefore achieve and the fees that you're paying, et cetera. Um, because obviously we're managing more than one account, for example, within particular platforms. So there is benefits to be be had there. But I think what we are going to see is is that increasing in flexibility. And as you rightly said there, Claire, we have seen some of the the larger networks really focus on that SME audience um, and you know making sure that there is an offering there that, that makes financial sense as well, um, for, or, or at least is more financially um, sort of. Uh, applicable or relative than if you're, for example, Nike running an affiliate program. Clearly, that's a very different scale to what what you're doing if you're an SME. Yeah. Cool. So, I guess the question I've got then is, how do you actually get started with affiliate marketing, Claire? 
Um, definitely kind of, uh, again, as with any channel, I, I, and we've talked about it, consider what your objectives are, etc., and, and whether it's the, it's the right market for you and um, do your research. So um, kind of, uh, again, as we've mentioned, key places to start would be, you know, um, Global Savings Group are one of the biggest voucher code providers in uh, the UK. They run Daily Mail voucher codes. Um, so you can check their page, see what, what other merchants are offering, whether there's, a, you know, affiliates in that space, or whether there's merch advertisers, sorry, in that space. Um, because it's a really good indication if you don't have um, access to other market knowledge as to whether it's profitable for those those advertisers. Um, and then if you don't have an existing program, um, I w- and you know it, it's quite large. Uh, you know you have a budget over kind of a six figures I would absolutely um put out an RFP to the affiliate networks if it was smaller um than that I would there's loads of affiliate forums that can kind of or or agencies and content out there that can help you to decide what sort of um network would or platform would be a a good place to sign up and, and understand the commercials um so that's probably where I would start with with a smaller budget. If you're an existing client and you have had you have an affiliate marketing kind of rolling contract, um, I'd also just consider whether you feel that the service that you're you're getting um, is you know worth the fees and 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 have a really open chat with your network or your agency about whether that's right. And, and whether there's any room for negotiation, whether the network's working for you, or you know, you should you should again look look out to the wider market. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I think the final one for me would be on that would be understand sort of your own business as well and where the where the margins are at. And I know that sounds really simple, and you're probably listening and thinking, of course, I know my own business. You know, that's that's what we do. But I think from my perspective, it's really important to understand sort of, you know, how competitive could you be in that space? How aggressive do you want to be in that space? It's a bit like our retailers now going into Black Friday season. Um, they have to understand sort of where profitability lines lie in particular stock lines, in particular areas of their business to understand, therefore, what are they prepared to give to get and that's a really important um, element within the, the affiliate space is really having an understanding of, of how your business is geared and therefore what, what commission structure still allows you to deliver the returns that you need to deliver and the objectives that you need to deliver to go full circle. Um, advice for optimising um, existing affiliate programmes then, Claire. What would we say to people who are currently got an affiliate programme or work in the affiliate space what would we be suggesting in terms of very, you know, top line, if you like, um, optimization ideas? Um, definitely kind of competitor analysis. It's something that's often overlooked um, and how competitive you, you are generally in, in the space, who's operating in that space, etc. And 
and you can often, if, if you're with one of the large networks, get market information and benchmarking reports, which can really help you to understand, um, you know, how well, how healthy your affiliate program is. Um, additionally, this kind of, uh, with, uh, if you, again, if you have an account managed service or um, work with an agency, there's a gap analysis that can be done to look at publishers that are driving clicks and sales in your specific sector that may not be on your program. So, so that's really good. Um, one of the things that I advocate is a really, really strong um, communications kind of strategy that there's sometimes a misnomer in, in the um, space that you, you switch on the affiliate program and, and you let it run. Um, but having a really strong communication strategy that, that brings these publishers along on your business journey is, is integral to um, the health of your program. So what are, you know, if, if you're buying a new brand or launching a new product, absolutely affiliates want to know about that, as well as knowing, you know, okay, um, these are the Black November, these are the Black Friday deals that that, uh, that we're going to be pushing live and giving them advanced notice of that, you know, and um, other things that we do are, are just uh, kind of making sure that affiliates are really aware of what brands uh, USPs are. So um, I'll use the, the kind of cycling client that uh, David referred to earlier. There's value add in that they build all of the bikes and their mechanic checked uh, before they go to a customer. And things like that are really valuable for affiliates to know and, and advocate advertisers. So um, I think that that's, a, that's another kind of really key point. Um, and, and having relationships with your key partners is always, is always really, really helpful. Um, kind of in the same vein uh, so that they know what you're looking to achieve. You know, that they might see... Um, that they're driving a significant amount of revenue for your business, but then in your back end, the attributed revenue and your attribution model shows quite a different picture. And have it being very transparent about that and, and uh, letting your publishers know that the KPIs that you're working towards is really useful. Yeah. And I think for, for, from our perspective, one of the things that we talk about as, as a sales and agency, what we, we offer, and as I say, just to be clear, the agency model isn't isn't for everybody. It's not the, the the solution, and and you know in all instances. But what I do think one of the things that we can obviously support clients with is around that. You know, if you've got an existing affiliate program, we can definitely sort of audit that um, and really look at what's actually working for you from an affiliate perspective and give you some different ideas and challenge you really on on. It, you know, is it really driving what you what you want, and, and are there other opportunities that you would also want to consider as part of that? I think, from my perspective, to summarise, I know we always finish with it, or, or ultimately uh, finish with uh, uh, five actionable takeaways or things that you should, you know, I'd like you to think about when leaving this session. I think the first one for me, when when I'm thinking about this, Claire, is really around that piece around around. Affiliate marketing is sort of digital partnerships on a large scale in the context of performance. So it's very much a performance-driven model that you're looking at here. And what I would say is it has seen consistent growth over the past two decades. You've been in the affiliate space longer than myself, Claire, but 
you know, it's grown considerably in that time. Most well-known brands have an affiliate marketing strategy as part of their overall marketing plan, and it is particularly effective in the retail finance and travel sectors where we do see sort of most organizations in those spaces operating a, a affiliate program. So, you know, do think about how it fits with your overall strategy. Don't just see it as a standalone um, activity or event. It's really important that you consider it as part of the overall mix. Um, one of the third uh, point is one of the most widely appreciated benefits of affiliate marketing is that it's low risk marketing channel as pricing is on a cost per acquisition basis. We also know that there is a role to be played in assisting other marketing channels, so it isn't a standalone channel. So following from a previous point is don't just consider it in its own merits, consider it in a, as part of the overall mix. And for example, um, how does affiliate sort of work in that conversion funnel piece? You know, do people go to an aggregator site to become aware potentially of your organization um, and, and therefore then search for you in, 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 for example, search or social, you know, be thinking about that multi-channel piece. Four, have clear objectives. You know, as I say, it goes without saying that it's really, you know, important that you've got those clear objectives for your affiliate marketing activity and that you've got a clear strategy from the outset. Again, as an agency, that's one of the areas that we do work with clients on is really around that affiliate strategy and ensuring that we've got that clarity objectives before we start, because it's so important that you've you've got that from um, a clarity from a publisher perspective, but also in terms of managing your relationship with, with the network and also that you can then measure whether it's been successful for you. And then finally, consider how as an advertiser you're adding value to the affiliate uh, publisher user base for long-term partnerships rather than viewing them as an acquisition um, tool. So don't, you know, don't just see it as affiliate is a short-term boost or a quick fix. It's definitely something that you should be considering um, over a period of time, really focusing on, on how you build that strategy out. I think finally for me, what I wanted to just finish, well, I'll finish by saying thank you, obviously, for Claire, for your input, and thank you for everybody joining us today. But what I did want to finish by offering is you know, if you if you have got any questions or queries or anything that you're not sure about whether affiliates right for you, what I would say is do just reach out to us at MediaWorks. We're quite happy to have that initial conversation that says, yeah, actually, let's have a further conversation or no, it probably isn't suitable for you and, and you know, and for X, Y, Z reasons. Um, so if you do want to reach out to us, reach out at info at mediaworks.co.uk. And we'll obviously, you know, as always, get back to you and, and, and respond accordingly. Um, so finally, thanks, everybody, for taking the time with us today. It's been great to have the, the conversation with yourself, Claire, and, and also but thanks for the questions that were asked. There were really some great questions in there. So thanks, everybody, and look forward to seeing you all again next week on the next MediaWorks Masterclass. Thanks, everyone. Hey, hey, hey.